do-rag and some grease, you must be crazy, trying to play me. I've been dedicated since King Cut the Third, baby. <laughs> What's going on, people? Yo, classic Death Squad, baby. Man, this was uh, early 90s, right? No, sorry, late 90s, but some ill shit was coming out. Oh, man, I missed this. Yo, so, um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with you people, but I've been going down some, uh, yeah, some rabbit holes. <laughs> some crazy ass shit's been happening. I, <laughs> I've, I've been watching, I don't even know why. I don't know what kind of led to the shit, but I've found myself watching people being eaten by bears and tigers. Yo, actually, it's fucking Tom Segura's fault. Tom Segura was on Rogan a couple weeks back, and they were talking about a bear attack or something like that. Um... And, you know, I, I took a look, which then led to another video, then another video, and not, and yeah, and, you know, I'm definitely was cheering for the bears and the tigers, like, yo, eat the next person, eat the next person, that's when you realise, oh, I think I've gone too deep in this, <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know how that led to this, but I saw a woman shove her whole arm up another woman's ass. I, I, God, head was blown. I'm just like, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't happen. It, it was frightening. I, I, yeah. Oh, I think I'm scarred. I think I've scarred myself, man. Just normal people shouldn't be watching that kind of shit. I, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand how it could be pleasurable. That's just some oh, crazy shit. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's other crazy shit happening, right? You know what I mean? There's definitely some other crazy shit going, um, going down. Uh, yo, so, I don't know why, but this businessman is, yeah, not pleased. Not pleased with the government and the NHS right now. Because, and, you know, I've heard this story, right? So, you know, this, this guy, he wanted to donate face masks and visors and shit. Because, you know, there's always these reports going that NHS hasn't got enough and blah, blah, blah. Which, I'll tell you this. I mean, technically, there is shit out there, right? But, people internally are taking shit. And... You've got 
places that are sitting on it because they want it rather than dishing it to other people. It's a bit of a crazy mess with the whole distribution chain. But, you know, there's all these messages going out that, oh, they need more and blah, blah, blah. And so this this guy, he um, donated some. Uh, you know, I think it was like 2,300 visors, right, to um, some local hospitals. But then he was just like, oh, I want to do more. So he... Um, Sent a message on the government website saying, oh, I can, I can, you know what I mean? Hit you up with uh, a a, a whole load of um, more shit. And uh, hadn't heard anything back. So, uh, hey, instead of waiting, my man went and supposedly, right? Supposedly, he dropped 8,000... On materials and the wages for um, his staff to, uh, you know, build more shit, right? So um, he did that, and now he's sitting on all of this stuff, and he is pissed. (laughs) Which, look, I get it, I get it. Right, but probably should have waited. Probably should have waited on the, uh, you know, on the call to be, hey, yeah, that's great. If you could send it here, <laughs> you know, rather than um, paying for uh, all of that stuff off the bat. I like supposedly the government is working through a whole load of offers, which you know, I yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. So obviously, yeah, there's definitely gonna be a backlog, but yeah, this dude is best. But it's it's also who are you doing this for? You know what I mean? Who are you doing this for? There's like to go to the papers. Right, to go to the papers with all of this, go, I spent this amount of money and blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like, that's kind of more on look at me. How great am I? I'm a selfless motherfucker. I shut down production of my factory so we could do, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, look, if you want to do it, go do it. You know what I mean? Like, just give it to your local hospitals Yeah, you know, if, if that's your, your whole thing Just do that You gave the other ones to local hospitals Give these tell Say to them Yo, distribute it You know what I mean? Or just drive a little bit further afield And give to those But yeah to, I, I kind of feel to put this in the news So it's got your name attached Oh, you went and spent all this money Hey, you're looking for a little pat on the back. You look at you want the world to look at you as like the big man. Kinda defeats the uh, purpose, I would feel. You know. But um, hey, different strokes for different folks. Now there's this village um, who are, um, are complaining because they don't have 
good broadband right so they're like oh life's abysmal we have really bad really bad broadband we feel cut off the mobile phone signals terrible here um and i say to that <laughs> it's on you baby <laughs> you motherfuckers chose to live there yeah i bet well, you know, in other times you're all smug going oh look at us in our idyllic postcard village oh we're great we don't have a mcdonald's we don't want a starbucks we're traditional motherfucker but now now it's all locked down <laughs> hey them's the breaks you know what I mean? you want to live in the middle of nowhere that's the shit that happens so hey like the, you mean you've always had bad signal So you need to work that shit out There's places that get like You know their own generator systems And that kind of thing Which will improve your service But if you don't want to do that Hey you gotta live with this shit baby You know what I mean So hey read a book <laughs> um, I don't know Do some puppet shows or something Like hey and do you the entertainment that you would normally do? You know? Or are you worried that, you know, the sheep may give you another strain of corona? <laughs> anyway, let us um yeah, let us get into this week's shit. Alright, so buckle up. And enjoy, people. Alright, you know what? I don't uh, profess to be an expert and all in on the knowledge with certain shit, right? But I don't understand the people that are opposing or, uh, you know, attacking Trump. For, um, you know, he, he's planned to uh, stop immigration to the states at the moment. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like, wait, why would you moan about that? Like, what is the issue with that? It's every country basically is on a lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, we're told to stay at home. We're told, um, you know, traveling isn't a thing. And there's a lot of countries where you can't take flights for sure, right? Which is the whole reason why, um, you know, Khabib can't fight at 249. Because he can't leave Russia, technically. Um, So... You know, to shut down immigration, yeah, that's a sensible thing. And because it's just like, how do you know people coming into a country don't carry the virus? Because I think what they found that, um, you know, a lot of the major outbreaks were caused from people who had been in China, went to Europe, 
and then flew to the States. So, you know what I mean? Like, that person got it in China, then travelled into Europe, right? So, they're in, you know, wherever they've gone in Europe, then gone to... So, they have spread that shit numerous times. And, and this supposedly you you can find out when you you know what I mean when when you cross section the disease in someone you can use like the DNA of it to track where that shit was um caught. Interesting, right? Because you think, oh, I didn't realize you can do that, right? But you can. So they've already found that. Yeah, I think it's in New York, right? They're saying that uh, uh, some of the big problem from New York is, like, people who, yeah, travelled. Travelled there from Europe. Because, you know, it, like, it is believed that a lot of people had this shit in December. Uh, but just no one knew. You know what I mean? Like, like no one knew really what was happening. Um... So, yeah, it, it, it's a sensible thing to lock down countries, basically. Like, what, you know, there's, we can do meetings remotely, right? So, what really is the reason to, to go somewhere, you know? Is there a real desperate reason? So, yeah, lock it down. But it is kind of like people want to use this just to attack. And it's like, listen, you know what I mean? You don't have to like the dude, right? But by by going crazy on it, you know, by attacking every single thing that said, you kind of hurt your arguments because... It, it it makes you look like you're just not a rational person. Which then, you know, it, it, it makes hard for people to side with you on a legitimate thing as well. Because they just look at you as a crazy motherfucker. Right? Now, you know, I'm sure people can say, listen, these people... It like, like, you know, trying to get into somewhere, it's legitimate because of this, this and this. Yeah, granted, I'm sure there are a few legitimate reasons why this may happen. But, yo, this ain't the time. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, this ain't the time. That like, you know, the whole world is trying to get a handle on shit. So, yeah. Fuck it. Everyone stay put. I ain't got an issue with this shit. Ain't got an issue with it. I think it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so now there's a there's this call for um I don't know, like NHS staff. Key workers to be paid more money 
And so this is kind kind of it seems that you know later labor are um you know calling so Kerry Starmer the lead the new leader is saying that um you know they're overlooked and underpaid right and the the liberal democrats are saying that frontline health and care workers should get a 29 pounds a day reward now you notice that they're saying frontline health and care workers which kind of bullshit kind of bullshit because it's like okay so you're saying that only these people would deserve that money if you're going to if you were going to do that and i think yeah no don't do that shit then you should give it to everyone who has been classified as an essential business right so the the fucking cashiers in the supermarket i mean the people working in the off licenses the people in the post office you need to give them that as well don't just say oh health workers and care workers and also front line so you're not even talking about the people in the office that have to go in right because that was my situation you know like you had to go in so that's why I got cut because I was ill and couldn't but yeah, so there's a lot of people that would miss out of the fucking Lib Dems little bonus there. But this is the, so this is the kind of thing though, right? So um they've given the the mean salary, okay? Um which was from I think it's like the uh, office office of national statistics kind of put that together. So uh, you know they they use the mean um, because that is in the middle of all employees, you know, and it can't it doesn't really get changed because of you know uh, say you know the the the. Uh, directors and things like that who are on a crazy amount the mean doesn't move because of that um now the median the you know the medium would you know what i mean so that's what they've used but that is thirty thousand three hundred and fifty three pounds which isn't a bad salary that's not a bad salary and that is more than a lot of people getting paid right so that's more and also when you think about that sum too that's not necessarily like um so say like the top of that department 
right? So you know what I mean like the, the 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 manager of that department would be on more, which makes sense. If you're an assistant, if you're an officer level, then yeah. Like, you, you're not going to be... Why the fuck are you going to be on, say, a whole lot more? It doesn't make sense because the people that have worked... You know, let, let, let's say, right? You know, you, you've got people that have put in more effort, have worked harder. So they then get the promotion, right? So they then can get to that next level. So they, yes... They would deserve more. That's how it works. Right? So, and if you give an assistant, you know, the lowest member of the team, if you're giving them like 50,000, what's really going to make them want to progress? Because you see that at some organizations where an assistant is paid a whole lot more than, you know, other people in that role, they don't move, they don't move, because they have no reason to, and you see them stay in that role, stay in that organisation forever, and they just do enough to get by, you know what I mean, they're not putting in a crazy lot more effort, and listen, I this is a thing, this isn't just me ranting, this is a legitimate thing that happens, right, so, what's, what's the problem with the salary here, this is the thing I, I never really understand, because going into roles, you know what this brings, you know, like, what is required of me, you know, like, what's the deal with this role? Okay, so I, I'll have to work shifts, or, all right, so I'm gonna have to work, you know, let's say eight till eight. That's that. Fine. Fine. But this is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy doing. So, yeah, I'm going for that role. You don't, you don't go in not knowing this shit. People don't study as a teacher, not knowing what the, what the hours and shit are, people don't study to be a nurse, not knowing the constraints of the job, so, why then, would it be like, oh, suddenly, oh, these poor people, they should get, no, they knew what they were doing, they knew what they were doing, going into this, and there's other people that work just as hard, just have, you know, it's just as thankless, and they don't make that, so, yeah, fuck all of this shit, it's, it's just crazy, I don't, it makes no sense, it makes no sense, and if you want, if you want to bring up the average wage, put a cap on what the senior management team can get, put a cap on what the directors can get, do that, you know what I mean, that's what you need to do, so make it that the CEO 
can only get a certain amount and then spread <laughs> you know I mean, that surplus to everyone else if you re- if you want to up the average that's what you should do but yeah what the fuck do you think's going to happen if you if you change it because hey you can definitely live on on 30 you can definitely live on 30 you you can't say is this is the thing right you have this time and all these companies going oh yeah we're going to we're going to buy food for the nhs people we're going to do this it's only the front line that they're talking about i understand that it's only the front line and what about all the other people no one is saying Oh, we're gonna buy food for all the all the cashiers in the supermarkets. No one's saying that. People only wanna give a shit about you know the 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 nurses and stuff like that who knew what they were doing going for that job. Hey, I'm not even I'm not trying to be bad. I'm not trying to be heartless, but that's that's what it is. That's what it is. You don't sign up. You don't go through all those years of training and be like, all right, so yeah, I only want to work on these days, like, you know, these hours. And uh, nah, if there's a pandemic, I don't really want to work. That's not really my thing. That's not the job, people. So yeah, I I don't, I, yeah, I don't believe in. Like, this stupidness that these people are talking. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. And fuck the clapping. (laughs) Fuck the clapping too. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Fuck the clapping. Yeah? Go clap at someone's ass. Okay, so, oh man, Lululemon are, uh, yeah, it seems they've left a a sour taste in some people's mouths, (laughs) you know what I mean, Um, now, the, the thing is, right, so, what happened was, the, one of their art directors, okay, so, a, um, a designer he knew created some shirts they were selling. And maybe, you know, people have lost, lost their jobs. So this designer, I don't know, but I'm just kind of wondering. Because, you know, they were called Quarantees, uh, which is a, you know, it's a play on quarantine, right? So I'm assuming this designer may have lost all their work. Because I know, hey, I, I have a few design friends. And yeah, they have no work right now. So he had designed a t-shirt, a long sleeve t-shirt. And on the front of it is um, some bat wings and... Uh, 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 but, and a couple of chopsticks Are where like the bat body would be 
And then on the back of the t-shirt are again uh, these bat wings and you know where the body would be is a like a, a, a takeout box so it's now so this is the thing right so in the states right in the films i remember i think it was karate kid maybe where i first saw it or maybe gremlins i forget now but you know chinese takeout comes in this kind of distinctive box which is not a thing in the uk <laughs> yeah that, that that i i remember seeing it on on tv and when i finally had takeout i'm like oh yeah the box is different yeah. but anyway right so yeah so that's on the back um wings takeout box and then it says no thank you on the side of the box ah uh, so yeah this has caused a shitstorm right because you know this art director from lululemon posted a link to i'd assume it's his friends instagram that had this shirt had this you know this post uh where they're selling this shirt right um and so a load of people are like ah oh, boycott lululemon that that's the hashtag um on twitter which mm, i have to say i am not seeing a whole load of tweets yeah there are a few tweets but it's nothing crazy you know what i mean it, it, yeah it, it, it's nothing insane i you've definitely seen worse from uh you know calls of boycotting a uh a company but yeah so it, you know a lot of people are calling for boycotts saying that it you know the t-shirt is racist um yeah <laughs> you know it, it, it's, it seems to be a problem right um, and again, it, it's saying that it's caused outrage in China. So, I don't know. It, it, it's a weird one, right? So, Lululemon have uh, put out a um, a statement, you know, saying. Um, we acted immediately and the person involved is no longer an employee of Lululemon. The firm, um, that's what they put out on Instagram. Um, yeah, and they Reuters spoke to the art director and he said, It is something I deeply regret. And my eyes have been opened to the profound ripple effect that this mistake has made. Which, eh, that, like, it always just, it irritates me when people put out bullshit statements. Because, come on, look, he thought it was, you know, he was doing a solid for a friend. He put it out there. It's... Yeah, just say what you think, man. Because, look, this is the thing, right? 
the virus has been tracked down to Chinese wet markets. All right, so look, if you don't know, a wet market is a it's an insane thing. It's an insane thing. When you see these things, you're like, huh? So they're these markets that have all manner of animals for sale, mostly dead, right? So you've got them hanging. Like, you do worry about the hygiene because, yeah, things are just hanging, hanging there or just open. You know what I mean? Nothing is, like, seal-wrapped or anything like that. And it's all, yeah, just there. Uh, Which, you know, and this is, the CDC have said this for years, that these places are problematic because it can cause... Like cross-pollination of diseases And essentially that's what happened You know, like this disease jumped From an animal to humans Like, and when I say jumped It's from ingestion of Right, so Yeah, they're they're saying that it, it came from bats It came from the ingestion of bats Which is a thing in um, Wuhan, right? So, oh, look, th- this isn't a, a thing throughout China. You know, it's like in the poorer areas where people maybe cannot afford, you know, like um, a more expensive cut of meat, right? So they eat other things. And, yeah, bats... Is a thing that people often eat Like there's all different snakes that people eat Like lizards and Yeah, there's a whole heap of shit And animals that are on the endangered list That, you know, aren't meant to be hunted and killed and eaten So this is a So it is a thing, right? So it's not Right, if you want to break it down, right? It's the, the the design isn't technically saying anything that people aren't saying. It, it's not throwing out lies. These are facts. And we have seen China get mad stroppy. Like, I think it's the NBA. An NBA player said something like, uh, you know. Don't want to play in China or something, something, and the Chinese went. The Chinese government and media went crazy. So then the NBA, woo, <laughs> yeah, they backtracked on that, and then we're just putting out all these. Hey, we love China messages, you know. So it's, it's kind of it's a crazy thing, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. I I don't know if you can actually say that T-shirt is racist. Now, yes, you're going to get people that are like, mm, I don't like that T-shirt. But, you know, there is a lot of things that are going to be out there that we, you know, we don't like. But technically, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. 
It's just, oh, that doesn't sit as well with me. Which is fine, because you don't have to buy it. You don't have to, you know, support this thing. It wasn't, it, it wasn't even a Lululemon shirt. That's the that's that's the the crazy thing about it all. Uh, now it doesn't say if they sacked Fleming or um, if they you know just severed uh, working relationships with the designer. You know, because the the, the designers, um, I think the the based in California. So yeah, it it's whether they um you know yeah they don't say who they uh who they got rid of <laughs> you know uh, but I will say you know I, I I do wonder if if it was Fleming right I wonder if he's got a case Jerry you know I mean? like yeah I wonder if he has got a case against them. It's, a, it's an interesting one. It is an interesting situation, right? Because, yeah, like, can you say that that is a racist T-shirt? See, this is the thing. Like, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't technically say it's a racist T-shirt. You know, maybe you could say it's in bad taste, right? But to say it's racist, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, look, people throw that word around, which is very dangerous. Because, hey, there's shit out there that is straight up racist that people don't have an issue with. You know, this is the thing that is real crazy, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's an odd one. Now, I think what people... Should <laughs> why people I would say would be boycotting Lululemon is the it's the crazy prices of their stuff, you know, like what they what they charge for their for their clothes. Girls go crazy for it, but yeah, those prices and I've heard the quality. Ah, the shit don't last crazy long, you know what I mean. I don't know. I I know that was the case with a a a, a uh, product that did get pulled back here a, a few years back. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, guess it depends what you think, people. Hey, leave a comment if you you know have a uh, a distinctive opinion on this one. But yeah, I don't know. Crazy times at Lululemon, it would seem. But I will say, all these people saying boycotting, eh, this will blow over. <laughs> because, hey, you think about the amount of times people have said, we're boycotting Nike, we're boycotting Nike. And then those same people say a year later, eight, not even that amount of time, but they're wearing Nike still. So, uh, yeah, this gone boil boil over. And um, I I don't think it's really going to hurt. I don't think it's going to hurt Lululemon, to be honest. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah.
All right, so in an interesting, uh, yeah, I would definitely say an interesting, um, hmm, move, comment, well, yeah, Roger Federer, you know, uh, the world-class tennis player, I think he's won all the, I believe Federer has won all the Grand Slams, right? Yeah, 20-time Grand Slam champion, actually. He put out an idea that I think I've said on numerous times, not this particular thing, but, uh, you know, the crux of it. So he's saying, um, it, you know, uh, where's the actual uh, comment? Um, uh, yes, now is the time for the men's and women's governing bodies to merge while tennis is in limbo because of the coronavirus. Yeah, so we you've got the Association of Tennis Professionals, ATP, which is the men's association, and then the Women's Tennis Association, the WTA. Um, and, A, that's not a bad idea, right? So, he also said, um, we can come out of this with two weakened bodies or one stronger body. Um, uh, and, like, because he put out a load of, you know, posts, um, tweets and whatnot, uh, and so he also said, um, I am not talking about merging competition on a court, but merging the two governing bodies that oversee the men's and women's professional tours. It's too confusing for fans when there are different ranking systems, different logos, different websites, different tournament categories. Which, yeah, that is, is, is you know, is definitely a thing, you know, it's definitely a thing, and, um, a load of people have, uh, you know, come out and agreed, you know, um, Rafael Nadal, Simona Halep, uh, Diego Schwartzman, uh, Gabin Mugaza, yeah, loads of people are agreeing with this. Now, what I have kind of always thought that, listen, you know, because at the moment they're kind of rescheduling the uh, the women's European football championships, right? And you've had they've rescheduled the men's championships. <sighs> you know, like with football. Now, the Women's World Cup, they're saying that had record viewing attendance, which is great, but it's still not the numbers of, like, the Men's World Cup, right? So even when the the, the, the female versions of some sports do get a, a lot of focus, it still often pales in comparison 
So I f always feel like the, the, the only way you can really change this Hold events at the same time You know, like hold the men's and women's European Championships at the same time You can have, so you buy a ticket for a game, right? And normally, so that's one game, it's 90 minutes You paid all this money for one match Throw two in there So you have the men's game And then the women's game Or the women's game and then the men's game Whichever And hey, for the price of one ticket You get to see two games Now Hey, whichever way you did it If, it, if the women's was before or after At the beginning, yeah You're not going to have Everyone turn up early or stay Right, you're going to get some people leave but, I mean, you put, probably half the people will go, at least half the people will, you know, not come early or, or leave, right, at the beginning, but you're going to get a lot of people that stay or come early, so, as time goes on, you'll see more and more and more people come or stay Until you get to a point where, you know It's just full Right? That's the way to do it Because to have the, the men's tournaments That have been going on for all these years Right? And try and get build that interest off of nothing For the women's version Hey, that's going to take so much time Like, when you look at the women's NBA the uh, What do you call it? The WNBA Yeah <laughs> Yeah, just for oh Gosh, what do you call it? Just put the W in front God damn it But yes, I, you know they're, they're not getting the same attendance as the NBA So Throw them at the same time And, and you, you just It's logical that you're putting more eyes on the situation Right, so you, you're getting people to look at it and go Actually, this is, this is great This is a lot of fun Like we've seen it with, um, you know, women's fighting in mixed martial arts Right, so there was all the time when, you know, there was no women fighting in the UFC Now, look, at the beginning, the quality of the fights weren't necessarily great But, it because, you know, it they came into it later So it's kind of, at the time, what you got from the beginning, right? So it's a kind of a restart but as time has gone, you've seen the quality of, you know, the women's fights has, man, it has got so damn good. Hey, look, last month we had, um, oh, Whaley, oh gosh, oh, I can't remember the surname, but Whaley against, um, 
Jun Jacek. That fight. That's probably one of the best fights we're going to see this year. It was incredible. It was so damn good. Like Amanda Nunes against Chris Cyborg. How freaking crazy was that fight last year, right? So, we've seen the evolution of that sport. And now they're fighting in the UFC. Now, you know, they're fighting in Bellator. And they're headlining events. Right? So, more eyes are on it. More women are now going into those sports. It's seen as this just, you know, great thing. But that's the way you do it. By, you know... Putting it front and centre, having all these people see it. And I feel that's what should be done with, um, you know, other sports. Now, obviously, look, yeah, a, a lot of people do see female tennis matches. You know what I mean? It, and you have tournaments like Wimbledon where they happen kind of at the same time. But when you had the women-only, like, tournaments, there is a drop-off. You know, there is a drop-off. And they're getting less money. So, it, it, it it's like, merge the two associations. That gets a lot of things straight. You, you can then work on better sponsorship deals, better pay. You know, it just improves things generally, right? So I kind of feel, boom, that's just the way to go with everything. Just merge everything and I I feel you'll kind of bring more attention to it, you know? So I'd be interesting to see what happens with this because I think this is the, uh, hmm, what's the word for it, people? Like a guinea pig, but um, the test pilot, the uh, the hamster, I don't know. It's a hamster in a cage. That's right, isn't it? A hamster in a cage. Um. Hmm. I might be wrong there, but uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Definitely interested to see what happens. So, um, yeah, I will be keeping an eye on this shit. But, uh, yeah, props to Federer for, um, you know, bringing this up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay, so, hey, it's not. All doom and gloom news this week. In a really interesting discovery, NASA have found a new planet. Yeah, a new planet that is very similar to Earth. And that's just really interesting, right? Because... Right, they found this information from uh, the Kelpert Telescope. Yeah, 
the Kelper telescope that you know was um you know used for what a, a decade but then retired in 2018 so this data has been sitting around for a a little while um they you know they i think they use a computer to try and sift through it but i guess right now you know people got a bit more time so they they went through and they found this uh this planet which currently is being called Kepler 1649c now the interesting thing about it is that um it it sits in um this habitable habit habit hmm <laughs> okay so it um you know because it, it it it's orbiting a star right um you know like we uh, orbit the sun and what they found in the past that sometimes the planet is either too close so it's way too hot or too far away so yeah it's cold but this one it's in that perfect space like we are from the sun so they they're kind of figuring that the temperature should be uh similar to earth yeah which is uh very interesting right um it it gives a lot of different possibilities you know um because it means that this planet should be able to support liquid water so yeah because it's just like look you you look at mars and you can see hey mars had water at one point doesn't anymore though although i think there was something a little while back that they found some underground water or something something hmm, maybe i'm wrong i forget but um yeah th- this is the um the thing that they've uh kind of established with this new planet you know i think it's um size wise it's just a little bit larger than earth and they think it receives about 75% of the light that we get from the sun so that's uh you know it's not bad it's not bad now okay yeah the planet is 300 light years away from us and yeah it's in another solar system you know but hey they're just minor issues right now uh the the biggest concern is that um the star that it's rotating is a red dwarf that's the you know the 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 one downside that could be there because a, a red dwarf isn't stable you know so it's throwing out radiation it's throwing out flares you know craziness like that which 
any moment could, you know, be a big problem. <laughs> Which, yeah, you, you you don't really want that. It would be like living, uh, you know, on the side of a volcano. Not the the most choices of places to be. But I think what this does kind of um, indicate that possibly, you know, every every sun, every every star like the sun could have a planet like the earth going around it. So that is the hypothesis that, um, you know, they're kind of looking at. Because, yes, they found planets before that are similar to the Earth, but not that um, have the right temperature, not that, you know, could could hold water. So, yeah, it's very promising... And it gives um, TESS, the current telescope that NASA is operating, uh, a a new kind of thing to look for. So, um, yeah, who knows, man? You know, all these sci-fi films and books and stuff that we've been seeing that talk about, you know, Earth 2s and parallel universes and all of this and different life. Hey, maybe we're getting that little step closer towards that. How crazy is that? You know, especially right now. Mad shit's dying, but hey, maybe new life is uh, right around the corner. Who knows? Who knows? But oh, yes, I'm keeping my eyes peeled to what comes from all of this because there's some interesting shit alright well um yeah let's uh let's take a look at something else alright oh actually you know what let's end um our little news of recap with this because yo this is I mean to me this is mad interesting okay so um Oh, was it? it? Yeah, no, it was last month. Tom Brady uh, signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, so he ended a what twenty-year run with the New England Patriots. Um, he's forty-two, but yeah, he's gone to the Buccaneers. I mean, potentially for the a last season. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess it kind of depends how how many times he gets hit. You know what the um, Bucks defensive line is like. Mm, defense? Would it be the defensive? No, the offensive. Uh, yeah, the offensive line. Um, yeah, it depends what their line is like to um, to see what protection he gets. But. In a really interesting bit of news um, today, Rob Gronkowski 
has now signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. Now, what's really interesting about this is old Gronk, a he retired. Gronk retired uh, just after you know Super Bowl Fifty Three, when the um, you know the Pats beat the Los Angeles Rams. So, oh, were they the Los Angeles? I don't know if they were the Los Angeles Rams at that time. Err, I forget. But anyway, yeah, he retired. He retired in um March twenty nineteen. So, yeah, like, no one thought he was coming out of retirement. Everyone thought he was done. So, this is crazy. Now, Gronk has played all of his career with Brady. So, the fact that, hey, coming back and, um, you, you know, going, um, yeah, going to, uh, to the Bucks with Brady. Hey, yeah, that's like... Perfect, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That that's a great um a great little move. Now I think everyone thought that Gronk was gonna become a WWE wrestler. You know, like he I he took part in WrestleMania 36. And he won a belt. Right? So it's it's a bit like huh. I don't think anyone thought he was coming back to football, which is, you know, his record is insane, right? He's a five-time pro bowler, caught 521 passes for 7,861 yards, 79 touchdowns, and he played 115 games. Oh, man. Right, so that's from t- two thousand and ten till uh, you know two thousand and eighteen season, which yeah, obviously ends in uh, February twenty nineteen with the Super Bowl. Uh, so yeah, he went out a Super Bowl champ. You know that that's insane. Like his off season was like eighty one catches. For a 1,163 yards, 12 touchdowns in 16, you know, 16 games. That's a friggin' awesome record. Like, he technically had a year left on his record, on his contract with New England. But, uh, so, you know, New England... So they they uh you know they didn't you know they gave him the, you know the nod that he could go to Tampa um and as part of the deal um you know they uh hmm what's the um thingy thing what am I trying to say here okay yes so yeah so he goes to Tampa New England get a fourth round draft pick. Um but the um Patriots give Tampa a seventh round pick. 
pick as part of the deal. So, yeah, interesting. Really interesting. Um, it, you know, it's a great, real great move for Tampa. And be interesting to see if any other, you know, former Patriots head over. You know? Oh, imagine if Eckleman goes too. Oh, that would be interesting. But yeah. Oh, man. I am really looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, yeah, come what? October? Yeah, I think that's when the season will start, right? October. But uh yeah, I think the 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 you know the the draft for next season is um tomorrow. I think it starts tomorrow. So uh yeah, this is a big news um with NFL. So uh whew, roll on next season, right? <laughs> Interesting as hell. All right, but now let us uh, let's have a little look at um, oh Netflix, right? Okay, let's do that. Okay, so um, yo, it's it's funny because I remember I think I saw um a clip of this at the same time as uh, Tiger King. Uh, but it just so happened that I watched Tiger King first um, So I'm talking about how to fix a drug scandal Which is a docu-series on Netflix It's four episodes long um, And it's uh, it's from Aaron Lee Carr Okay, so it's 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 crazy. This is is crazy, right? And so the basic summary of the show is this: in 2013, Massachusetts State Police arrest 35-year-old crime drug chemist Sonia Farouk for tampering with evidence, and that was only the beginning. Over time, details emerged that Farouk had been, in fact, using the drugs that she was tasked with testing. Did anyone know that had been going on? And when did they find out? The scope of Farouk's addiction and the number of people convicted as a result of her drug testing comes to light, despite repeated efforts to suppress evidence in the case. Um, it says this riveting uh, four-part docu-series directed by Erin Lee Carr um, examines an essential but obscured part of the criminal justice system. In addition to recreations of Farouk's compelling grand jury testimony and interviews with attorneys and experts, we hear from Farouk's family for the first time. Delving deep into how the actions of one crime lab employee can impact tens of thousands of lives. But that isn't, that's not quite all, right? Because at the same time, um, 
you know, this this was going on. There was another case as well. Um, and this one involved um, Annie Duquant, uh, who was another uh, lab technician at the other major testing facility in Massachusetts. So, yeah, it was kind of all the tests were split, it seemed, between these two labs, right? And Annie Duquant, she um, she was arrested first. Uh, and what it's what we kind of find out with that case was, you know, she she was like the star of her lab. Because she she was, you know, clearing, like, loads of tests, like, far greater degrees than anyone else in the lab. And so she was, like, the star of this lab, you know, this young girl came in and was just killing it. She'd turn up early, she'd be the last one to leave, and she was doing all of this. But, um, yeah, she got found out. And it was weird as well because it wasn't as much she got found out But someone eventually, they kind of asked her a question And she broke down and admitted to everything she was doing And basically what she had been doing was um, (laughs) just faking results Like she wasn't Doing all the tests So she'd pull out a bunch Of samples That she figured All looked similar So she'd be like well All of these look like coke Okay And she might test one And From that one test She then Assigned the same Or similar results To all the other samples Which obviously Right You don't know (laughs) What those other samples actually were You know maybe they were baking powder Like who knows Right So that's what she was doing And so we had that incident But then you've got this Um Farrakh case And That was an odd one That was a really odd one because, So basically We're introduced To it because um, I think someone had called For her and they needed Her um, Her to give them information On a sample but she wasn't Around Oh, no, 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 sorry, that wasn't it Like, a late, another lady at the lab went, needed us. I think she needed to get some information from the sample So she went to speak to her, she wasn't there So she was like, oh, okay, fine I'll, I'll just go and get the information from the sample So she went into the cupboard where it was meant to be It's not there And they're like where the fuck is this? And she was like, all right, maybe she's forgotten. She left it on a desk. 
or you know in a drawer by a desk you know so she went looked nothing but she found two like evidence bags that had been cut open and she's like oh okay so call the boss and so like they found these and they found something else i forget what it was uh, so, they, you know, they found all this shit by her desk, which is just like, um, that shouldn't be there. And at no point should bags be have been cut open like this. And yeah, this is super suspect. So they, so they did this. Um, I think they impounded her car. Um, she got arrested, they searched the car, found a whole heap of other shit in the car, so it's just like, yo, these are problems, so, the, you know, the attorney's office, they come, they do a, a press conference, and they're like, alright, so, we, we've had a little investigation, you know, the, the first part of an investigation, and, yeah, it it was only this one incident, and we found that, you know, it, it must have happened only over, like, the last six months, so, boom, 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 which got people kind of concerned, because they're just a bit like, well, how do you know? Like, because, you know, they gave... The way they talked about it was like definitive This is, yeah, it was this This is all it was And we were just like, yo, but you haven't actually done a proper investigation Like, how do you know that yet? That's way too early to, you know, be able to come out with that sort of information So, yeah, people are super suspect And... It just got crazy from there, right? Because you then had attorneys who, you know, their clients have gone to jail for drug reasons. And when, if something like this happens, right, the person doing the tests has been shown to be doing drugs and doing just dirty shit, it then puts into question their cases, so you could potentially get a mistrial, get your client out of jail, but when they're saying, oh, it's only over this period, then it shuts off all, you know what I mean, them being able to appeal, like, some of their clients, right, so... And the way it was talked about, they're just thinking, yo, this is super suspicious. So then it led to them going, yo, could we need to look at this evidence. Can we look at this evidence? They're getting shut down. And it's just real craziness, right? Um, but as I said, look, it, it's kind of going between these two people. And so they're talking about Farouk, and then they would jump back to Annie Duquan. And it's just like, that made it a bit confusing, because 
truthfully, there's no, like, the cases aren't connected, right? The, the one thing that connects the cases is that they worked, they're both um, drug lab technicians, right? So they're both doing the, testing these samples, and they work in one of the like one works in one lab one works in the other lab and as i said look these labs handle all the major testing essentially for massachusetts that's the thing that connects them right and the fact that if found guilty it then brings into question a crazy number of prosecutions but other than that because they didn't like it's not like they knew each other it's not like you know what I mean like one was a druggie one was just yeah a, a liar um I mean essentially they were both liars but yeah you know Annie didn't take the drugs so the way they did it, because they're jumping between the two, it does get a little confusing because you're like, okay, so what's the correlation? Like, where, what is there? Is there another? It, like, is there something else that links these two? Like, we're gonna find out that they knew it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did they go to the same school? Like, what what kind of links these people up? But nothing. So, yeah, I I think that was. I, I think they could have probably handled that better, you know? Because, like, we hear something about Duquan, and then, um, like, we get more news. And so it's like, um, you know, we, we find out, oh, she, so she was lying about all this other stuff. Okay, all right, so what else was she lying about? Right, so she was making out to people that she was doing a night class to get, you know, more qualifications, but, um, you know, she wasn't doing that. We find out that she was, she was forging emails, right? So she'd, there was a woman that worked in the general attorney's office, and so she'd made out a dummy account and she just changed the letter in the woman's name, right, I think it was something like Suzanne, but, you know, spelt with a Z and not with an S, something like that, it was some, it was a little thing like that, and so she sent an email to herself from this one, uh, going, oh, you're so great, and everyone thinks you need a boyfriend, and blah, 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 you know, um, and she then forwards this email to this other, um, to this attorney, uh, and it was like super, this whole super weird thing, right, that then led to this attorney losing his, well, like, he quit, he quit his job and became a defense lawyer, but, like, all of that was weird in the way they told you, because it was just like, Okay, so if she'd lied about it, why did you have to quit? You know what I mean? Because surely, 
you just go, go to your bosses and you go, look, these emails are false. This person doesn't exist. And what I said in these emails, there's nothing, I didn't say anything wrong. Because he was just going to us like, oh, I didn't do anything. It was so bizarre. Like my name's in the papers saying I've had, I've got a relationship with her, but I didn't have a relationship with her. Like, she made it up. And it's just like, wait, so why are you quitting? Like, you know, there was never any... There was nothing more into that. Because you'd, surely you'd go to him, alright, but why did you quit? That doesn't make any sense. Because if you didn't do anything wrong here, why are you quitting? But that was the odd thing about this series because it did leave certain things just open like that they didn't push on certain stuff right so the, the certain things happened and they just kind of left it and you're like wait but why like what 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 huh what what's the need for that that's kind of crazy um so, yeah, this kind of shit went, and then they went back to Farak, right? Uh, so, it was like, um, you know, she so she's initially just saying, and this was the weird thing as well. So, it starts off, and she's kind of breaking down what she was doing. Uh, and so, you know, she's get, she's got busted for these two... Um, like bags that she's cut open, right? But and she starts to we start hearing her kind of go and tell like why she like how she was taking drugs in the office. Which so bizarre. Like the the the, the it was a crazy situation because you're just like, wait, how the fuck are you getting away with this? This makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, she, she's kind of breaking it down. But we're getting a certain time frame of the incidents, right? So we're getting this time frame of when this started and how it's been going. And then they're jumping to, like, her sister and her mum, which I don't really know why because really that gives us nothing like we don't really get anything from that situation those lines of questions and responses because they're just like oh yeah she was you know she was really good and you know she was good at school and you know she was in a relationship with this person and blah 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 and they moved to this place and yeah so she was a she's a nice girl and blah 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 and it's just like obviously you're gonna say that you know I mean? like we don't expect them to go <laughs> she's a bit of a piece of shit Really? I mean, she always lied. Like, we used to catch her in lies all the time. And so, you're just like, but why? What's the re... You know what I mean? Like, what what's happening here? Like, where is this going? 
And so we're jumping from this And then we're going to Getting these defence attorneys And they're saying Well, yeah And my client And I wanted to get my client off Because, you know He he was he, He'd been done for this Which again That was odd Right, because, okay So you can understand Right The if you've been caught with drugs, um, and say it's for your personal use, you or you bought some drugs, right? So you've gone to buy drugs, and they weren't really drugs. This baking soda. Then, right? Yeah, it's a bit like, ah, uh, well, actually, yeah, we arrested you for drugs, but they weren't really drugs. This baking soda. So, hmm. I guess you get off, right? But there was this client, and he, did, like, he did have drugs, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, he bought some drugs, or he was he was going to sell some drugs to someone, but it wasn't a big amount. It was just a single baggie. And they're like, yeah, and we want to get him off, because, you know, anyone who um, had their test from her they need to get off because she, you know, she was dodgy and so that invalidates all of this. And it's just like, all right, yeah, no, I understand that. But these people is is you know they they did have drugs. You know, like you're you're fighting it, which look, I get it. But your clients did have drugs. What you're contesting is the fact that because she's dirty, it means anyone that she tested should just get off. But <laughs> your clients did have drugs. Like they've said, yeah, I had drugs. I was trying to sell some drugs. So like and. That was a weird thing because, you know, the way they're talking, like, their clients are just so clean and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, yeah, they had drugs. And uh, look, I, and I'm saying, look, the sentencing. Now, if you were just talking about the length of the sentence, then I'd get more behind it. Right. Because it's, yeah, it's definitely a better a thing where, you know, people on with certain drugs, you know, when you break down like crack and cocaine. Like, we know you can get longer for a, a single crack rock than you can get for a bigger bag of coke, which is fucked up. But that comes down to, you know, coke is bought by, uh, you know, like, especially back in the day, coke was bought by rich people. It was more in the white neighborhoods. Crack that was in the minority neighbourhoods And we know the FBI flooded Those neighbourhoods would crack To create this systemic system Of, you know, degradation and, and bullshit And this is facts This is all facts Right? So if you're fighting against that injustice I get it, I understand But they're not and it's the way they're talking is like these these dudes are completely innocent. And you're just like, but they're not. So you know what I mean? But yeah, so we're going 
around and around and around. Um, and then it comes out that, yo, it went a whole lot deeper than what, you know, the general attorney's office were trying to make out. You know, she'd been taking drugs basically for and stealing drugs from work from the giddy up. From the moment she started, which then, because it then goes, you're then thinking, all right, but what we heard, the way they they kind of edited it all and, and kind of displayed it to the viewer, it wasn't like that. And it's just a bit like, all right, so the first effort, few episodes were just kind of lies then, right? You know, because now, if you're saying she started doing drugs straight away, then why did we bother with the whole, oh, yeah, no, so I, I started them, but, 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 you know what I mean? It's just a bit like, eh, what am I, like, I, I kind of feel there's a bit, there was a better way of kind of showing it, you know? If you just had her talking, but you didn't have dates, Right, and you didn't frame it in a certain way, which then when you you know take the focus back, you're just like, Oh shit, we didn't realize that well, when she was saying all that shit, she was talking about her first day there. That would like it would have been better if it was that, but it's just like, Well. All you did was just, you were dishonest at the beginning to kind of make it seem when you, you know that, yeah, so it's all a bit like, ah, what are you doing here? Is it's on, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. This whole thing is real interesting because it's like, how did these people get away with it all? You know, like that that's the crazy thing about it, right? That there was no drug testing. And you know, like in certain prof- professions, you know that you've got to do drug testing, right? That you know, when you start, you have to do a drug test. And then you've got, you know, um fuck, what do you call it? Uh, when you don't know one's coming, but it could happen at any time. But that, you have that. You know, like blind drug testing. So you don't know. You could come into work and they're like, drug test today. You know, and that kind of shit. Um, yeah, but there was none of that, right? And we've got these certain people talking. Oh, which is so funny. Because there's certain people, like one guy in particular, David Sullivan, right, who's the Northwestern District Attorney, who is super smug, (laughs) super smug all the way through, like, oh yeah, and it kind of turns out that these people, they, they just weren't handing over all the information, I tell my people, hand over everything, just hand over everything, and I trust my people to do that, and it's just a bit like, the way he's talking, it's like, yo, none of this would happen on my watch, and it's just like, you don't know that, because... No system is perfect, and people 
a dodgy. And, and, and especially when there's no actual system. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of... It just seems a weird system that, you know, the, the, the um, Attorney General's office gets all the information and then it's up to them to what go gets distributed when, in theory... It would be better if a third party agency had the information and then they distributed it to both other parties. That would be the fairest thing, right? But that's not how it happens. But, yeah, so it's really interesting from that point of view. Like, how did this go on? And then when we see the fallout and the repercussions, this is crazy. Like, for the people that went to jail, the right kind of thing happens for them. But the people that did the shady bullshit, that is, it's shocking you know what I mean? Like what the eventual thing for them is. But, you know, it's not. It's not. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You think, but sure. Eh, well, yeah. It's fucking government, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the government. So, eh, all right, fine, whatever. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the crazy and it, like that's i think that's one of the biggest things and also right the um it it is a very petty as well right there is a definite level of pettiness involved in this like because so it's this guy Luke Ryan the defense attorney who's kind of going in and trying to get this information but on one document, he finds out that this person says they don't like him. And, like, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, so I persevered because, you know, I did it for my clients. And it's just like, all right, come on, man. Look, yeah, you could, look, a part of you, yeah, was for the clients. But let's be honest, a part of you also was because you were but her. <laughs> You were but her, and you were pissed, which is fine, right? It's fine to say that, and it definitely that is definitely the case because then when you see him in court getting to question all these people, he hands them like the document where they say they don't like him, and he's like, "Um, can you read what it says here?" And it's just like, "Yeah, uh, blah, 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 and I don't like him," and it's just like, "Come, <laughs> come on, man." And then the other attorney gets And then he's questioning it And he's going Oh yeah Oh oh, and you don't like me And it's just a bit like Guys Calm the fuck down Like they got them to repeat certain things Over and over again And it's just like Okay they said they didn't like you Let's move on And no one was just like Alright come on They've said it once It's fine Let's move this shit on. So that was kind of crazy. The whole court thing. Because, yeah. 
some people got butt hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's an interesting series, right? A lot of people are saying it's crazier than the Tiger King, um, and like on some degrees it is, and then some it isn't, right? It, it's crazy with, with the fact that. I mean, like, these people could do what they were doing And no one (laughs) checked Like, no one was checking their shit Because, trust, like, I've been at places And the checks on your work is insane Right? You, You can't, there's certain shit that you just can't do You know what I mean? You just can't do it Because you're constantly getting checked And you're constantly having to go No, that means this And blah, blah, blah And yeah, 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 yeah Here's the evidence And blah, blah, blah You know, so the fact that they could do all of that Without that You're like, yo What the fuck, son? So that's crazy But I think the Tiger King had probably more Insane shit in it you know what I mean? Like, I think one of the biggest things was the fact that, that, that when you think about how much time the people that did this shit in this served in jail, that's definitely a shock. You know what I mean? They should have served a whole lot more than what they did. You know what I mean? And you're just like, how the fuck? Do they not go to jail for longer? That is insane. That's it. You know, you get the sister of Brom going, yeah, she, you know, she's finding it hard to find work. And like, well, she was a druggie and a liar. She, I mean, she basically fucked with the liberty of thousands, thousands of people. So, yeah. Obviously she's going to struggle to find fucking work Because I wouldn't employ her You know what I mean? It's hard to trust someone who does that Who does that And, yo, finally The last thing I'm going to say on this shit, right? I, it's weird the fact that her therapist Didn't spill the beans Because I was always under the impression, right, that if you're doing something that can harm you or others, they're at liberty to, you know, tell the authorities. And, like, her saying, I'm doing, like, they know she's a lab technician in the, you know, the, 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 the drug chemist for the police, Right, so her telling them, yeah, I do drugs at work. I'm stealing drugs from work. <laughs> if that isn't putting herself and others at risk, I don't know what the fuck is. So, yeah, I I kind of find that very weird. But um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, as I said, look, it's interesting. It it probably could have been a lot shorter than what it was, you know. I feel. I feel it could have been shorter, and 
I think it they could have found but possibly a better way of telling certain aspects of the story but it's definitely worth a look you know what I mean it's definitely worth a look right um so that's how to fix a drug scandal uh yeah you'll find it on Netflix people so while we have all this time if you're at a loose end maybe you want to give it a look Okay, people, so, finally at the point, yes, book three of Brian McKellen's Powder Mage trilogy, the first trilogy, that is, people, so this is The Autumn Republic, Uh, so many questions leading up to this point, right, What's going to happen? How is it all going to come together? Is it going to end well? They're the big points, right? So, the gist of the book is this, okay? So, the capital has fallen. Field Marshal Tamas returns to his beloved country to find that for the first time in history... The capital city of Adro lies in the hands of a foreign invader. His son is missing. His allies are indistinguishable from his foes. And the reinforcements are several weeks away. Any army divided. With the Kez still bearing down upon them And without clear leadership The Adran army has turned against itself Inspector Adamat is drawn into the very heart of this new mutiny With promises of finding his kidnapped son All hope rests with one And Taniel Two-Shot Hunted by men he once fought his friends must safeguard the only chance Adro has of getting through this war without being destroyed. The Autumn Republic is the epic conclusion that began with promise of blood and the Crimson Campaign. Yeah. So once again, this was read by Christian Rodshaka. And, um, yeah. This, hey, it, it, it was a good book, it was a, I think it was a, a, a good conclusion to the whole thing Now, obviously, obviously, there is, um, you know, once you get to the end, you're like, oh, but what about that, and hmm, that's good, but what about that so yeah, there, there's things in here where you kind of like, oh, that could be spun off. That could be, you know, taken further. You know, we need more information on that. And um, yeah, well, that's what happened. Because you know, McKellen's put out several novellas, and then we've got the um the Bloods of The Gods of Blood and Powder trilogy That has um, just been completed So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that 
a lot of these questions and things that you will have when you come to the end. And look, everyone's going to be different on how they perceive and take this. But I imagine everyone's going to have a few questions. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming that, um, you know, these these next lot of books kind of play play with a lot of that. Right. So, um, yeah, now. So with this story, you know, there's so much intrigue still happening you know like tamas is back but yeah he doesn't he can't just enter the city can't just enter adro he can't just you know trust everyone because obviously people have have been backstabbing people have been traitorous people have yeah been doing some dirty grime but who that's the question, who, and uh, yeah, I, I think the way McClellan kind of goes about telling the story, and drip feeding you the bits that you need to know, I think he does that well, you know, because you're kind of, even when one bit becomes a bit clearer, like, okay, yes, Cool, that makes sense Then we have other bits that are a bit like Huh But In that case What about that person? They've kind of got uh, You know they, 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 Yeah, they, they could be fucking Right? They could be messing with this shit So yeah, there's a lot of things in there That are like Hmm Interesting. I think out of everything, there's there's two bits in this book. I mean, two bits, kind of two parts of the story that I did find a bit. Well, one was a bit kind of like, huh? The other, well, I think that's probably just me, right? So the bit, the one bit that was a bit like, huh? Now I would say that gets with the um uh oh gosh I can't think of the name of it now but the um not the gun the gunpowder liquid the exploding liquid I forget what it's actually called in the book but yes it is the the new invention um you know kind of from the the powder um, now, the, the thing is, we're told that this is highly, highly, f- like, combustible. You know what I mean? Just the slightest movement is causing havoc, which is why it didn't blow up. Like, <laughs> why it didn't blow up? Yes, why it didn't become big, right? So that's what we find out. But... We then have all these kind of things that are happening here, just like, wait a minute. If a slight movement could set this stuff off, how the fuck is any of this happening? So that, yeah, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I don't feel I'm spoiling anything here, right? This isn't going to impact the story for you. That's why I'm mentioning it. But it, it, it's just one of those things that were just like, 
wait, what? <laughs> How does that make any sense, people? So there's that. Um, and then it's just Nyla. Oh, Nyla just irritates me. <laughs> just irritates me so much. Oh, my God. Like, I think when you come to something and you have, like, a character and you're selling this character as, like, this person is going to be the most powerful of this type. Ugh, that. Like, it's always just a bit like, really? Are we really doing this? You know what I mean? Making them the most powerful version. Oh, it's so, like... You know what I mean? Because it's just like, you, you, you know what I mean? When you set a character up to be like very attractive and very this and very that, and now they're gonna be blah, blah, blah. It's just like, come on. Like, it, it doesn't have to be so obvious at times. You know what I mean? Just like, if you just kind of was like, yeah, she's got potential, but we don't know where it's gonna go, I'd buy that more, right? That's it. That would be more logical for me. You know what I mean? And then you've just got the whole, uh, like, the whole thing. Because, like, the character's kind of weird. But she's very judgmental. She's just like, oh, Tamis is evil. Tamis is this. Blah, 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 blah. I hate these people. Blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, I can't believe you lied to me. I would never lie. Or no, then earlier in the previous, but you know, there's sections in the other books where she's lied out of her teeth. She's done plenty of shady shit. And, and it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Just means like, look. We all can bend the truth and do things like that, but we know we've done it. Like, and if you don't, you're kind of a psychopath, right? So either player is a psychopath or player is someone who's just like, listen, yeah, I've done my grime, but I was doing it for these causes which hold true to me, so whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You play it like that. But when you're playing someone like they're a little holier than now, mm, that's always frustrating, right? Yeah, that bugs the fuck out of me. But other than those things, right? Other than those things, yeah, it very much enjoyed the story. And the way, just the way it all, yeah, as I said, look, the way it all kind of comes together and plays out. That's, that kind of works for me. I, I, I think I originally did this book, like, ugh, I don't even know. Like a while back, man. Hey, it's a good while ago, you know. Um, yeah, probably... I don't know, five years, five years ago, I'd imagine, at least, so, yeah, there's definitely stuff that I, I kind of made up in my head, so I'm going through the book, and I'm like, yeah, 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 uh, so, I wonder, I forget how Fumum comes back, and then you get to the end, and then no one came back, and you're like, wait, what, where did I get that from, I thought that happened, and that happened and so yeah it was definitely um yeah which makes it fun 
Because now you're like, I'm being surprised. <laughs> because my memory is terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've, you know, I've, I think, um, hmm. I don't like. Yeah, I when you think about all three books, right? And you know, because oftentimes you've got a, a one book in a trilogy is definitely the strongest, and then oftentimes you have one that is definitely the weakest. I wouldn't say any of them are weak. You know what I mean? I like, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't say, like, yeah, no, that's the weakest. Uh, you know, because I think they all hold up. They're all pretty strong. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know what's my favourite. Because I think there's parts of all of the books that you're just like, ah, yeah, that was a real good kind of thread, or or the way that happened was really good. And, you know, so, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, yeah, I, I just think as a whole, this is a very enjoyable trilogy, right? And I I think it holds up, which is definitely a good thing. Because, yeah, there, there's, there's been some things that you read and you're just like, ah, if it wasn't for that last bit or that second book or, you know... But th- yeah, I would say this holds up And I- I'd say, you know, people that are fans of, like, Jarba Combry You know, he- his first, um, his first law trilogy Which is very good it- it's-, it's outstanding If you haven't done it, you need to check that out, people So yeah, you- you've got that, you've got Miles Cameron's stuff Which, again... Very good. That first five sequence of books, love those, man. Um, and then the last trilogy wasn't bad. You know, Mike Lawrence and I think it's Mike Lawrence or Mark Lawrence. No, Mike Lawrence is a comedian. Mark Lawrence with the Grey Sister, the Red King, or the Fawny thing, and yeah, all of those great books. And if you like. Any of that stuff, any of that stuff, you. I think you would be a fan of these books. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would definitely say that. So um, yeah, if you haven't already checked these out, people, check out Brian McKellen's Powder Mage trilogy, the first one, and um, yeah, just. Be assured that the Autumn Republic holds up and it ends things, ends things well. You know what I mean? Like, not everything is wrapped in a bow. There is definitely room for things to be altered, things to be revealed. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's good. So, I, I would then say... Do the novellas Because I do believe There is stuff that is definitely Kind of Emphasised in those Now The fact that my memory is so bad And I did forget Shit that happened in this book Don't hold me to that But I believe I'm right (laughs) Yeah I believe I'm right 
and I will be hitting those, um, I probably won't review them, but I will be hitting those, uh, but what I will be talking about when I do get to it is the new trilogy, so, uh, yeah, in, um, well, at some point, who knows when, I will get to those, alright, but, um, yes, check these books out, people, all the, this, the audio books, great, good voice work from, um, yeah, Rod, Christian, um, Rod, ugh, Rod, Rod Shaka, I think that's how you say his name, I could be wrong, I probably am, but yeah, does very good voice work, so, um, I say, get the audiobook, it'll be great, you know what I mean? And a good way to pass the time in this current situation we find ourselves in. <laughs> Alright, people. Peace. Yo, so as we draw to the end of another episode, a little bit of uh, TV news before we bounce. So, it's been talked about for the last six months or so, but now HBO have finally announced the um, launch date of HBO Max, which is going to be the 27th of May. So, that's it, people. Well, (laughs) it's um, our stateside friends, that is. Uh, so it's gonna be fourteen ninety five a month, um, and that is um, I don't know because I th- I guess if you don't have anything else, if you're a new subscriber, that's what you're gonna pay because people that have HBO now directly from HBO will get it free. And people that get HBO through AT&T or Charter will um, just be upgraded to HBO Max. Um, It's said to have uh, around 10,000 hours of content at launch. Um, So this will be uh, stuff like Friends, The Big Bang... Theory, Doctor Who, Rick and Morty, South Park, Sesame Street, as well as, you know, um, HBO content, original series, films from Warner Brothers, New Line, uh, as well as stuff from Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Looney Tunes. Yeah, so there's that. Um, more HBO news. So Ballers is coming to an end, but yo, the rock don't stop. Um, yeah, so the rock, Danny Garcia, and Isa Ray are uh, gonna be executive producing um, Trey Count. Um, 
She's like third count. I think that's the kind of uh, name of it. And it's based on um, Houston's um, third wall district. Right? So the story follows um, Cassius Jones, who's a young dot worker and struggling pro wrestler who uses inherited life insurance money for a startup cash. Um, and a deed from his grandfather to start a hip-hop centric backyard wrestling empire in Houston's third ward, hence the name. Um, and he's doing this with the help of his working class family, neighbors and friends. So no word on when this will uh, drop, but um, Jada Miller, is gonna be the showrunner and um Muhammad El Masri is um writing the series so uh yeah there's that um Neil Gaiman um has given an update on the Netflix produce TV series of his Sandman comic uh, so he's saying that um, the first season scripts have all been written. Uh, they've already done some casting. Uh, they've got directors hired. And um, the sets are in the process of being built. So as soon as the world gets back to normal, they will continue and uh, start the whole filming of the stuff uh, Okay, so HBO have renewed Westworld for a fourth season So the third season is still going It's due to finish on the 3rd of May But uh, yeah um, Casey Bolos, the um, president of HBO Programming Put out a statement saying From the western theme park To the techno-rotic metropolis Of the near future We've thoroughly enjoyed Every twist and turn From the minds of master storytellers Jonathan Nolan And Lisa Joy We can't wait to see Where their inspired vision Takes us next so um, yeah, I haven't started season 3 yet Gonna wait until it's ending And then uh, get into it all But uh, yeah, looking forward to it uh, So, as of today Apple TV Plus has um, Yeah, they've um, kind of reboot. The uh, Jim Henson Fraggle Rock Fra Fraggle Rock Fraggle Rock franchise. So um, yeah, the first episode has dropped, and new episodes are coming out every Tuesday. Uh, so it's called Fraggle Rock Rock On. Uh, they're going to be mini episodes, so it's between three and five minutes. Um, 
And they're going to feature all the classic characters like Gobbo, Red, Booba, Mookie, Wembley and Uncle Traveling Matt. Uh, so, yeah, I think they are um, incorporating the current situation. So it says the Fraggles might be in different parts of Fraggle Rock caves, um, but they can still find ways to have fun together with music, silliness and special guests along with the various wild creations of the Dozers. So, um, yeah, I mean, this could be fun. So, uh, yeah, gonna see if I can check this out. Uh, but finally, people, uh, some more renewing news. Disney have um, renewed the Malor, Mador, Malor, Manda, mm. <laughs> Yeah, they have renewed the Mandalorian for a third season, which really isn't a surprise. Season one has been a crazy big success. Um, they finished production on season two just before everything went nuts. And because they need such a big lead in for all of this work, um, John Favreau has already started writing for um, season three. Uh, Doug Chang has um, started work on creating concepts and um, the production design department has uh, started on um, all of their thing as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's no surprise, uh, you know, they built all those sets. So, yeah, it's about getting that money's worth and... As it's such a hit, a strike while the uh, kettle is hot, as it were. But, um, yeah, people, that is us for this week. So, um, hey, keep saying, don't go down any of my rabbit holes. It, it, it ain't worth it, people. It ain't worth it. Do not sky your mind. Um, but, yeah. Do what you need to do to keep sane, uh, keep safe, have fun, and we will catch you next week. Peace.